It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants huddle podcast. My name is John Schmelk. The Giants have signed offensive lineman John Feliciano. On today's Giants huddle podcast, we're going to talk to him and also talk to Sal Capaccio, who covered him for the Buffalo Bills. Thanks for being with us. As a reminder, you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on the Giants mobile app, all your favorite podcast platforms, and at Giants.com slash podcast. And please remember, check out our brand new draft podcast called Draft Season, where myself, Eric Crocker, and Tony Pauline delve into everything NFL draft. You can find it on its own podcast platform, so just search for Draft Season, or again, go to the Giants mobile app or Giants.com. All right, let's get to it. We will lead off with the Giants' newest edition, Offensive Lineman, John Feliciano. And now we're joined by the Giants' newest member of the organization, that is offensive lineman John Feliciano. John, thanks so much for being with us, man. Thank you for having me, man. All right, let's keep it simple. Why the Giants? Um, it's kind of a homecoming for me. Um, growing, or I didn't grow up here. I was born in East Meadow, and uh, my parents divorced when I was three. I went down to South Florida. But every uh, school break, I would come up here and uh, spend time with my dad. And... Uh, you know, just driving around the city yesterday just brought a lot of emotion to to be back here and finally get you know live here and um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back with with Dayball and Bobby as well. So, what does it mean to to you and your dad, who's in the room here, for you to be playing for the Giants? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't, we didn't talk about this, but when we were driving uh, from the airport to the hotel in the city. We had, you know, we had the chauffeur or whatever, and my dad was an MTA bus driver, so spent in the city too. So to bring him back and getting him chauffeured into the city instead of him driving around with, you know, uh, driving around on the city bus, uh, it made me happy, made me proud. That's awesome. That's that's tremendous. You mentioned came here, Brian Dable, Bobby Johnson, Joe Shane. What is it about those guys that made this location attractive to you? Just knowing who, like, what kind of guys they are. Um, they're just good guys uh, and good coaches. But there's there's good coaches around everywhere. But it's hard to find good people. And when you got good people, it starts with people. And um, Dayball and, and Bobby and Joe, they're they're people that you can trust and people that. When you can trust somebody, you, you know they just want the best for you. So you know whatever they're saying or whatever they're coaching at the moment, it's it's for the benefit of the team and benefit for you as a player. What specifically, maybe a specific example, about the way they go about their business, handle their players, and run an organization that makes them different? Well, <laughs> as Dave's will tell you, I talk a lot of crap, especially to Dave's and, and to Bobby. Um, and as you've seen, we, we like to throw the ball. We like to throw the ball a lot when our time in Buffalo. So before the game, before every game, we would be stretching. Dave's would come around, dab people around. And I would just look at them and be like, so what, what are we, what are we thinking, 60, 70 passes this week? Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, he would just you know, giggle and just give me a dab. He's like, let's just win, you know. So, you know, just to be able to, you know, play free and, and be free and, and lax and know that they're there too, like chilling and, and, and laughing and taking it serious, but still being able to be yourself, it, it's, it's, it's hard to find around the league. 
I'm trying to remember and think back. I think there was a Bills game where you guys didn't run the ball for an entire first half. Were you very vocal about that at the time, I would imagine? Uh, I mean, probably a little bit. But, you know, especially if it's working, then i definitely give them some crap and then be like, well, hey, we scored, so let's go. What is it about the way Bobby Johnson coaches you that makes him a good offensive line coach? He's able to see the small things that uh, you don't, you're not necessarily thinking about in the moment. Um, say, you say you got beat and you know, you're like, oh, crap, he beat me. He's just, he's like, oh, no, he beat you because you took too many steps this way. You know, stay inside out. You know? So him being able to, to work on the small things and, like I said, just being someone that you know that he's telling you things not to be mean, not to be, you know, a hard A. You know what I'm saying? He's, uh, he's just trying to get the best out of you, and he cares about He actually cares about you and, and your family. When you spoke to the media, you mentioned how being a center was a priority for you and trying to find a place where you could play center because you think it's your best position. Why do you think center is your best position? I mean, if you watch the film of me on, at, when I'm playing at center, um, I think it speaks for itself. Uh, I consider myself pretty smart. Um, so it's just a, it, I love the challenge of, of calling out what the defense is going to do and and the preparation of studying all week. Uh, it's just knowing the team is, your, your team's kind of on your back when you're out there, especially a pass play, uh, and there's a blitz coming, you gotta call it out and, and switch, flip the protection, pick it up. It's when the play comes together and you have a hand in and fixing the problem at hand, it's uh, no better feeling. Describe yourself as a player for Giant fans. What are they getting in John Feliciano? Tough, relentless, smart, and, yeah, just want to kick some butt. Final question. I talked to somebody that covered you up in Buffalo, and they said if there's something going on in the field, you're usually in the middle of it. We had a player here back in the 10 years ago, Richie Seibert, who always started the first fight at every training camp, stood up for his quarterback, heard a story where you were unhappy. Somebody returned the Josh Allen interception for a touchdown in practice one day, and you weren't thrilled about it. Uh, just talk about how you're that type of tone setter for attitude on the offensive line and how you lead in that way. Yeah, man. I mean, it just comes natural. I, I, I can't. Can't, I can't explain it. As soon as I put on the helmet and I step out on the field, I just turn into a different person. And uh, that's not going to change. I'll still be there. I'll still, if someone does something, I'll be the first one to get there. I might not be the first one, but I'll be running there. You know what I'm saying? Depends where I'm, out, where I'm at on the field. John, congratulations. Welcome to the Giants. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's new Giants offensive lineman John Feliciano. We thank him for joining us. Now let's go up to Buffalo and one of the guys that covered John to give us a little bit more insight, Sal Capaccio, who's the Bills beat and sideline reporter for their flagship radio station, WGR 550. Our very own Paul Dettino had a chance to talk to him. So the Giants pick up John Feliciano, a guy who has shown versatility during his career, whether it was with the Raiders or with the Bills, played both guard spots, also played some center spots. So the first thing that comes to mind when I mention John Feliciano is what, Sal? Toughness. He's a tough dude. Um, he's a big UFC fan, by the way. He's really into the fighting stuff. Um, he's, a, he's, he's a mauler. And, you know, the Bills clearly had a tougher offensive line when John Feliciano was there. Uh, he brought a different attitude. You know, even you know, guys get beat once in a while, whatever, but just knowing he was there. And I'll tell you, 
Like if there's ever th- anything that goes down, John Feliciano is either he's either the first one there or he's he's running to be the first one there. <laughs> you know, I mean, like he wants to be able he wants to protect his quarterback. Um, there was even a, a a training cramp scrum a couple of years ago, last year, whatever it was. One of the um, DBs picked off Josh Allen, and instead of just stopping, they took it all the way back to the end zone. And uh, Feliciano took exception to that because it was practice and it happened against Josh Allen. So he didn't like that. So what, what, my, what brings to mind is toughness and that he brings, mentally especially. Well, toughness often equates to leadership skills as well. Did you get the sense that not only was he nasty on the field, but he was the kind of guy who the other linemen looked up to in the locker room? Well, I think that because of his toughness it was, right? He was a guy that, like, again, I, I think that they knew that John always had their back. You know, whenever something would go down, he's going to be right there. So I think for sure that was part of it. Plus, you know, he's a guy that I think they respected how he, what he did when he came to Buffalo. He, you know, he was behind a few people in, in Oakland, and he, he signs a free agent contract with the Bills. He's kind of a depth piece to start, but then he winds up winning a starting job. And then on top of that, he parlays that into a new contract, a nice contract. And, and I think any time you have that, I think that shows and people, you know, they look up to you because that just kind of shows what kind of uh, person and player you are and coming to work every day. In watching him play the three different positions, and he was mostly a guard with Buffalo, but we said he's got experience as a center. How did you see his skill set fit the best, given that he played mostly guard, although it does look like the Giants certainly would like to use him as a center? You know, what's funny, Paul, is um, there were a lot of people in Buffalo who a year ago, if you go back a year ago, Mitch Morris, who's Bill Center, he actually took a, a pay cut last year to stay in Buffalo. And there were a lot of people who believed, A, either, you know, why do that, just move on, because when we saw Feliciano, uh, a very limited role at center and camp or preseason, whatever, just say, just move on. Like, you know, you can, you can put Feliciano. But even more so, I think people felt, okay, this means they're going to move on from, Feliciano, from uh, Morris in this offseason, and then put Feliciano at center. And people were comfortable with that here in Buffalo. I think that should speak a lot in volumes to that. Now, it didn't work out that way. He stayed at guard, and Mitch Morris actually had a really good year and just signed an extension himself. But I, I, I think he can play ball. I think he's actually a he, – his center might be his better spot in this league. I don't know that. I mean, he's, he's done well at guard. I will tell you this, though, too. Last year, one thing that happened was John lost, like, 20, 25 pounds, and he did that to be a little bit more athletic, to be a little bit lighter. And I think that might have hurt his play a little bit, too, because that's not his style necessarily. So I'm interested to see you know, what weight he plays at and how all that impacts what he wants to do at center. And he might not have to worry about that because of you know, playing center and being different than guard and all the different things you have to do. Well, there's no doubt that if you're going to be a mauler and a physical kind of guy, you need the size and the power to be able to utilize that kind of attitude because a skinny guy right. isn't going to be able to get away with that. No, that's exactly right, and I think that hurt him a little bit. Um, he was a little bit more inconsistent last year, but I think um, if he is, if he's going to, I would be perfectly comfortable with him being a center after what I've seen. And I think a lot of people believe that might be his most true spot in the NFL. But the Bills already had a center, like I said, so it just didn't work out here. I love his versatility. He has played left and right, which is good, right? I mean, anytime, and that can't, not every guard can do that, as you know, right? right. I mean, there are different things to do with which hand you put down and which foot is your anchor foot when you're pass blocking and things like that. And John has played right guard and left guard, so I think that's something that obviously is intriguing as well. Sal Capaccio from WGR Radio as well as the Bills broadcast team joining us to talk about John Feliciano, the former Bill offensive lineman who is now a part of the New York Giants. Let's go back to that uh, that position transition, if you will, from being able to be very flexible. 
we know that, that Coach Dayball and Bobby Johnson, who was the offensive line coach at Buffalo, they got to be the primary reasons that Feliciano has come down to the Giants. What was his relationship with those guys, and did you see them uh, be able to maximize his skills and to be able to maybe even make him a better player than he was when he got to Buffalo from the Raiders? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, you bring these names up, all these guys here from Buffalo, obviously. And, you know, I really respected Bobby Johnson a lot myself just for the fact that he had to deal with all these different uh, uh, guys rotating in and out last year, and Feliciano was one of them. There was a COVID situation, injury. He, you know, he tore his pec the year before, and he missed half the season. Right? I mean, like he, Bobby Johnson is a guy that kind of had to manage all that, and, and I think um, part of the reason he signed that contract to stay in Buffalo was because Bobby Johnson, the relationship they had, I think those two – uh, you know, they fit really well. And I think Bobby's that kind of guy. If you get to know Bobby, he's more of like the he, – he's an offensive line coach's offensive line coach. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. He's like the mauler and the tough guy. And I think that that, that personality fits on what they want. I, I think, though, a big thing is you have to remember, Joe Shane was here when, when uh, Feliciano was not only brought in as a free agent, but then re-signed. And, you know, now that Joe Shane's there, I think that's a big, you know, part of it as well. So, you know, there were – there, there, were, there were a lot of moving parts, obviously, in the offensive line, and John Feliciano last year towards the end of the year, like I said, he wasn't as consistent last year. He actually wound up kind of losing his starting job, but a lot of things happened. There were injuries, there were COVID, there were guys in and out. So I, I think that him having this renewed enthusiasm, it seems like he's fresh, he's ready for a start. I, I think that you know he's still a starting lineman in this league. As someone who has seen Feliciano for all of his snaps in Buffalo, how many times can you recall, Sal, if, if at all, and, and, and usually, you know, when we watch a game, uh, especially with the offensive lineman, and you see a guy confused, and you see him turning his head and turning around looking at the quarterback, picking the quarterback up, you know, patting his chest, my bad, my bad, uh, there are times when you can tell when an offensive lineman just flat out had a mental error or an M.E., as the coaches like to say. Do you ever remember that being much of an issue with Feliciano that you thought to yourself, man, he looked lost or he just didn't know what he was doing? No, not with him. I mean, sometimes you get physically beaten. That's going to happen. No doubt. I probably tell you, yeah, you've seen that. But, no, not mentally. And I think that's a big reason, too. Like, what they're doing in New York, obviously, you know, they're, they're trying to reset the roster a little bit. But one way you can make that a lot easier is by bringing in these guys who know your systems. You don't have to get everybody up to speed all the time. And John's going to come in there. He's going to know Brian Dable's system and scheme. He's going to be have that relationship with uh, Bobby Johnson. And this is something he's already been good at. He, he's known the system. He's been very good. He, I, I've not, I can't remember a time where all of a sudden you're like, man, what was Feliciano doing on that play? Uh, he didn't really know where to go or anything like that. But he, I think he's pretty buttoned up. Look, when you, when you are, as you know, when you're a center, you've got to know everybody else's job. You've got to make mm-hmm. all the calls and all those kinds of things. So even though he's playing guard, He's the kind of guy that knows everybody's spot and can make the calls because he also has that center experience. I'm sorry to tell you, Sal, that over the last some years with the Giants, we have unfortunately seen a number of times where offensive linemen did not exactly look like uh, they were spot on in terms of what they were supposed to do, which is why I asked the question, because obviously with the injuries they've had on that Buffalo line over the years and guys having to come in and come out, look, if you don't have the smarts and intelligence to run that ship properly, uh, it's not going to go well. No, I agreed 100%, you know, and of more than any other group on a football field, the offensive line has to be together in unison. You could have four guys doing everything right. If one guy doesn't know what he's doing, makes a mental error, mental mistake, your quarterback is down. He's going to get sacked. Right? I mean, that's not the case necessarily in anywhere else, in any other. So you have to have that cohesion. Mm-hmm. And, I think it's, and, I, and I think John 
you know, he understands that role. He's been in this league long enough. He's played behind some really good players. You go back to the Raiders and you know, some of the guys he's played behind there, and I think he's learned a lot over the years. And um, I, I think this is a good spot for him. You know, the minute that it was announced that he's going to be released, I think a lot of us in Buffalo knew, okay, he's probably going to New York. He's going to fit in with Bobby Johnson. He'll be able to settle in right there. He's going to be comfortable with him, with Brian Dable, and everybody else that's going to be around him. Final thought. How about his relationship with his quarterback, uh, J- Josh Allen? Uh, we know what he's done in Buffalo. We know about his meteoric rise from having some struggles as a rookie to becoming a superstar. We know the Giants certainly would like Daniel Jones to follow a similar path, if at all possible. But your center and your QB have to have an even more special relationship than anybody else on that line. Listen, John Feliciano will do anything for his quarterback. And I think his quarterback, Josh Allen, would do anything for him when he was here as well. Uh, that's what I mean about, you know, being the first one there. Like, he's going to be – if there's something going on with the quarterback, you know, he, he's going to be the first one at the party to make sure nobody's messing with him. But he just knows that's where – that that's what he, his job is, to protect that guy. It's actually interesting. John was actually hurt a couple years ago, and he couldn't um, – he couldn't, uh, he couldn't walk or he couldn't move. So maybe, I, I think it was like a leg injury, a knee injury, and he couldn't do anything. And anyway, there was a social media video that he posted, and it was Josh Allen bringing him a drink. And he was like, thanks, Dad, that's my dad, or something like that. Because cause they, were, they were together, and they have such a great relationship, and it was kind of funny. And I think it just speaks to you know, how much they care and love, love each other. Do you think there's anything to be gained in terms of hints as to what the Giants will want to do and how they'll want this line to play in terms of schematics on the basis that Feliciano is going to come here and likely be the starting center? No, I, I think that Brian Dable, you know, he's going to a different situation, obviously. He's got to, they have to evaluate the quarterback there, as we all know, you know, and, and, and now that Tyrod's there too, but they have to evaluate Daniel Jones and what's going on and what they want to do. You know, here in Buffalo, it's, Josh Allen, you know, you know what kind of system it is. They really ramped it up since Brian Dable was here from 2018. They really transitioned the offense. The offense was a very run-heavy, run-first offense. Josh's rookie year, they got a little bit more away from that, and then of course now you see them just throwing the ball all over the place. So I, I think knowing the personnel he has, I know they want to evaluate Daniel Jones, but at the same time, the best way to evaluate is you know not get him killed either. So I think that they'll probably be a team that wants to run the ball, make sure that they're doing everything fundamentally sound, building a foundation, and I think that's how they're going to want to play football there to start off. That is Sal Capaccio of WGR Radio and part of the Buffalo Bills broadcast team, uh, new Giants offensive lineman and former Bill, John Feliciano. That's Sal Capaccio. We thank him along with John Feliciano for joining us on the Giants Huddle Podcast. Stay tuned to Giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and of course, all of our social media platforms as we continue to cover the Giants in free agency. We'll see you next time, everybody.